future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name's Charles Story. I will be your host in the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. I think today we're just going to jump straight in and go through the level. So Bitcoin's currently trading at $6,980. This is worth noting because it has dropped down past the $7,000 mark, which it passed yesterday. And it's been taking a while to actually break past that psychological $7,000 barrier, which it flew past yesterday. But sadly, today we've seen a small drawback in the market and we've seen that pullback slightly. The market cap is currently $227 billion, down $4 billion in the last two hours. Bitcoin's dominance is 52.9%, with the average 24-hour volume being around $13 billion. So Ethereum is currently trading at $287. That's down half a percent. We have Ripple currently trading at $0.34. Cents. That's down nearly 1%. EOS currently trading at $5.94. Woo-woo! And uh, that's up 10% in the last 24 hours. I think it's also worth noting Cardano is currently at 10 cents and that's up half a percent as well. A special shout out goes to Noah Coin, which is currently trading at 2 cents. Um, and that's up 87% in the last 24 hours. I think the focus of today should be find out what's going on in the markets. So let's find out more. Something I wanted to briefly touch on was the fact that Randy Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook's sister, has recently joined Huobi's Public Blockchain Advisory Committee. So um, she basically joined along with Chinese mining giant Bitmain Jihan Wu, who have both been appointed to Huobi's Ch uh, Chain Expert Advisory Committee to provide expert opinions and advice for Huobi's public chain. I think this is a great move from Huobi. The fact that they can market this in such a great way, even though they won't, but believe me, along across all forums, all blogs, this has been a massive story. And um, the word that has been used is a link. And the reason why link is important because some people see this as a link between Facebook and Huobi. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that is true because I don't, Randy Zuckerberg isn't really like, she's not moving from Facebook to Huobi and she's not still working at Facebook. So I, you know, there, there is a link of some sort, but I don't think there's anything to really, um, I don't think there's anything to, um, to qualify as, as hype for Facebook and Huobi partnership. So let's put that one to rest. But listen, I think it's great news from Huobi and I think they've done a phenomenal job of being able to secure top tier talent. But listen, I think it's worth noting that Facebook, who is, you know, a mega, mega company, one of the biggest in the world, I know for a fact, and it has been reported, that they are exploring the creation of um, of their own cryptocurrency, okay? But, I like, they have people working on blockchain technology. They have people looking at the use case. But the question is, like, Facebook's such a, a large, centralized social media giant. They have so much data on all their users. And that's how it works. I'm not going to go into the mechanics of how Facebook works and how it has value, but it's from users' content, pretty much, plain and simple. So if it was decentralized, it wouldn't have the same effect. So Facebook, in essence... It's not competing with blockchain. They're going to be taken over by 
blockchain technology. And you know what blockchain it's going to be, I don't know. I know. Well, I've heard rumors EOS is doing something. I know that people are looking at other fast speed protocols. And by the way, EOS has hit or has surpassed 4,000 transactions per second. So big shout out to Block One and, and all the EOS IO developers out there. So blockchain in essence could potentially revolutionize the social media landscape as we know it and from Facebook standpoint, destroy their market share. So anyway, we'll see how, we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll post you guys with updates on that, but that's something that is going to happen. And by Facebook assembling a team to focus on blockchain technology, they can obviously see that it has potential to do so as well. Something that I think is definitely worth noting is the fact that Moscow's government is to use Ethereum to promote transparency in commerce. Now, Vitalik Buterin, the founder of Ethereum, was originally from Russia, so he can he can speak fluent Russian. He has his family over there. He has ties to Russia. I believe, from my understanding, the family, when he was a young age, moved over to Canada. But I know he's had many conversations with the Russian government regarding this. This is really interesting that they've come out now publicly to announce this. So Moscow's government is planning to use Ethereum as part of a system for allotting trading spots during weekend farmers markets now that's just a start that's just a start so the system will record applications submitted by farmers who compete for a limited number of commercial plots some fifteen thousand trading spots are up for grabs that's a huge number with the market season stretching between april 20th november 25th which by the way um i think is a great way for for russia to test the software so to add on top of that, farmers are coming in from Russia, Armenia, uh, Belarus, uh, Kazakhstan um, to, to, to test this. And these guys are all basically going to be going to be using the farming spot and the technology itself. So um, as might be expected, there's a push to get a spot with some 20,000 applicants submitting their bids each year. So the idea is to use Ethereum as a way to create immutable record of applications with updates made for those who are either approved or denied access according to andre who currently serves at city hall um in russia so this is one of the things he, he he came out and said today so blockchain is an additional guarantee that the incoming applications remain immutable as well as makes the audits of the application history possible so moscow's government detailed in a statement the entire data set is publicly viewable, transparent, and available for download. In that case, submission time can be confirmed. While the application cannot be deleted or altered by someone once submitted. And by the way, this is like a big problem. I read somewhere that there was a lot of, there was a lot of, um, I wouldn't say mistrust, but I think there's a lot of different bribery systems going on where people were basically paying off um, government officials pretty much to get a spot. On, on the marketplace so they can so they can sell their goods. So this is really important. This is definitely, you know, a way to move forward or it's a trustless system that can be extending and building further forward. So part of the problem is that many farmers are unhappy also with the current system for reviewing applications. Andre goes on to say that the, like the new system will basically alleviate some of the concerns by making that information more publicly accessible. So just to put this in perspective, because you hear a lot of different people who talk that they're going to incorporate blockchain. But from my understanding, the Moscow City Hall has already started hiring developers capable of working 
blockchain. I mean, back in 2016, um, they announced today that this is already like this was already predetermined. It's only now that they're announcing it. So, I mean, this is really exciting stuff for Russia. And obviously, if this is a huge success, which it will be, because the become a success in this is just transparency. That's all they're looking for. A trustless system that's transparent with everyone and holds all the records on there. Then this is this is this is definitely kind of like a testing ground for maybe something a little bit more serious, something a little bit more substantial for the Russian government. So this is really interesting to see this updates of this, not necessarily for this story in particular or this situation, but to see where this can go, where this can grow in Russia and other countries as well. China, China, China. And China's been the topic of discussion for the last 48 hours with massive, massive push to quote-unquote ban crypto. So basically, China extends crypto-related promotion ban beyond the capital. So China's anti-crypto onslaught continues as a prohibition against commercial venues from hosting crypto-related events has been extended to other capital cities. I mean, what that really means is all community meetups that have, like, I, I think the Russian government is really afraid to have something that they can't control necessarily, right? And that's kind of one of the things that they're really con controlled by. And we also had another report, by the way, to add on to that. On August 21st, the WeChat, which has over like a billion users and is a, is a, a WhatsApp type application that's very, very popular in China. Um, permanently blocked a number of high-profile crypto and blockchain-related accounts that were accused of publishing crypto, quote-unquote, hype in violation of regulations introduced earlier that month. So what we had there necessarily was was the Chinese government coming in and not, not themselves saying that, but basically going via WeChat and they've been blocking, blocking out crypto-related subjects from lots of different social media um, uh, platforms that they they pretty much control and have a lot of say over so new measures are also being reportedly underway to bolster the cleanup of third-party crypto payment channels including those used for otc trade this january beijing banned fringe platforms including peer-to-peer -peer and otc resources tightening a blanket of embargo on crypto to fiat trading and icos um, and i mean that took place september last year 2017 but I think it's a real shame that they have they have they have really come out and attacked this the way they have. I mean, China's a huge market. There's, there's there's you know I think it's one of the biggest countries in the world. There's a lot of good developers over there that we've had the privilege and, and meeting. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in China. There's a lot of great ideas. There's a lot of good projects. And I think to just ban it all completely and to not only that shame anyone working in that space is is a shame and i don't think that's something that that should be right but on the on the other hand you have you have the technology behind all all, all cryptocurrency which is blockchain technology and that in china is very attractive so it's interesting that they've really tried to ban crypto in in essence and the payment and the payment methods and and kind of kind of like block out public blockchains but private blockchains are really big in china and that's something that the chinese government are looking into and and i know something behind the scenes is, is definitely going on there so it's, it's interesting the way they've attacked this and um and and the way they're acting as well with with the technology and something to note quickly um is that venezuela's maduro orders banks to adopt petro cryptocurrency so venezuelan banks have been ordered to use the petro 
Um, the Maduro government launched cryptocurrency as a unit of account. I mean, the situation there is absolutely ridiculous, whereby you've got hyperinflation, they've banned all other cryptocurrencies, they've created their own, they've tried everyone, try to get everyone to use it. I mean, one of the reasons is that um, it, uh, the US President Donald Trump approved new sanctions against Venezuela that specifically targeted the Petro, right? Um, and, and, and what they're looking to do at the minute is is um, having banks trying to trying to use this currency, trying to get it to work, trying to get the some volume in there as a unit as a unit of account for for financial transactions. We will see what will happen with this, but um, I don't. I personally don't think the Petro is going to be around for too much longer, even if you force people to use it. Anyway, listen, that's a wrap. I got to bounce. Thank you so much for your time and attention. And remember, as always, to join us in our social channels. Everyone is welcome. Join us on Telegram, SVK Space Crowd. Hit us up on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto and feel free to email myself. C story, C S T O R R Y at SVKcrypto.com. Thank you so much. Have a phenomenal morning, afternoon, and evening. That's a wrap. You've been listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast Original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on CSTory at SVKcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.